Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Back to the regular front porch, live from Madison County, just across the border here. Cows, crickets, dogs, you name it. We're back. In the midst of all that, we'll be talking shop. Missed a week last week, obviously. Sorry, we missed y'all. Hopefully you missed us too, but uh, may cause a little bit of a lengthy episode, but we'll get through it all. Let's go. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. I think that's what I'm going to start calling it too. Is across the border instead of like over the county line. Oh, I, I feel like once you leave Jackson County over to Madison County, it's sort of like a new country. So I, you're, it's, you're crossing the border a little bit. It's definitely a, a new land, different yeah. rules here in my yeah. cow. We're sitting out here on the front porch just watching planes take off. We're just sitting out here watching airplanes. No one, no one, but no one would believe it unless you're actually sitting right here watching it. But from my front porch, you can you can watch planes take off from Hartsfield. It is quite entertaining. We just you see, spent I, about five minutes I, talking. No about one, it. no one's gonna believe me unless you actually look at. You see, one of them disappeared. Out. Must have went behind a cloud yeah. or something. But see, we just spent you know a good five minutes talking about this, and now we had to bring it to the pod. But yeah, you you never believe that you could see it. Right, right when they get over the tree line, I mean, you can follow them for miles. It's uh, it's mesmerizing. I've never had this vantage point from this far away and been able to see see them this clearly. But like a night like tonight, clear, and you can watch them all night. It's Perfect wild. fall night. It's wild. Yeah, it is. It, it is great out here. It's it's football. Football's I mean, back. I got on sweats. I got on a hoodie. Uh, there you can smell a little bit of There's a fire somebody's in the air. Something. Somebody's burning, somebody's burning something, something today. somewhere. Or they're burning something tonight. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it It just feels good. This is the way sept- the end of September is supposed to feel. It is. And it's, yeah, I think it's going to be back in the 80s next week. But oh. we can enjoy it while we while we can. Uncle Solomon, on that note, how are we doing? Just excellent. I mean, back the weather the influences me a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, my state of mind. And, I mean, it's good to be back out here. We hadn't been out here in a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. You're talking about a couple people missing the show. Last week, I had at least three or four people come up to me and accost me. And like, where was the episode this week? Like, I was in the shower and I couldn't listen to the podcast. That's Bree Haggard, by the way. Uh, Carl Allen, he said he He mows the grass grass and listens to our show. I guess the grass is knee high down there at Walnut Grove. But uh, that was kind of nice. Didn't people tell me that they missed the show? But, you know, uh, I missed it too. I was, I was, I thought, you know. Well, it was my fault. Miscommunication. We had some miscommunication. I thought we, I thought we were going week. live, and I texted you like an hour before. I was like, "All right, we ready?" Well, uh, we're off. If if like, you've ever oh. spent any amount of time in Maysville, you know that there's a black hole when it comes to cell phone service. And I guess my text message didn't get out. It's also a saloon. <laughs> it, I don't. I've th- never I think seen it defunct. open. I've never seen it open. <laughs> it hasn't been open since the 1880s. It's a genuine Which maybe saloon. That may make it the most saloon thing in Northeast Georgia. It's just I've Might never be. seen it actually open. Might be. 
Anyways, yeah, I was uh, man, it's been a while since the Tigers have played. Last time they played, I was uh, up in Blue Ridge. So what? what Where did we leave off? Well, way back on September tenth, the Commerce Tigers traveled forty miles due west to challenge the Elbert County Blue Devils. This marked the first time Commerce has ever played in the Granite Bowl. Uh, I did a little research and found out Commerce had played Elberton twice back in Elberton in the 40s and 50s, but that was before the Granite Bowl was constructed. Um, GPB, in conjunction, I think, with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, did a big write-up on the, the Jarvis brothers that have some Commerce ties. Elbert, they're from Elbert County. Um talked about that the in that article it said that the granite bowl wasn't constructed until 1962 so from that information i could i could kind of figure that commerce had never played in the granite bowl uh it was a really cool experience um i'm sorry for this background noise i'm uh opening up some of these loft house fall cookies got to sorry for the listeners got to but uh yeah, I mean, the, the atmosphere of the stadium, the best way that I can describe it to our audience is it's, it's a lot like going to Hart, Hartwell Speedway or like Livonia Speedway. You're right on top of the action, and, uh, you know, there's kind of like this carnival atmosphere there. It's right in the middle of downtown. Uh, kind of if you've ever been to Monticello's old stadium, right there off the square in Monticello, or uh, Tron Stadium right there off the highway. It felt a lot like those venues. And those Brickyard. The Brickyard, yep. Just great Georgia venues. And, and Elbert County sits right there at the top at the Granite Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, the result, you know, didn't didn't pan out the way we wanted. But uh, we, did, we did see some progress. And uh, we started off um, with Draylon Martin, Mason Gaddis, and Landon Hardy leading the Tigers as captains again. I reckon they're, they're going to be the captains all season long. Uh, I guess we've kind of departed from the tradition of having rotated captains. Um, we got the ball initially and started working on our own 17. Uh, we opened up in an interesting formation with one side really heavy and an extra H-back. And I, I went back and I was going to try to check the film on WJJC, but WJJC hadn't covered a game on live stream since Banks County. You heard anything about that? I have not. So I, I went to try to watch the film, and I couldn't, but I'll, I'll kind of explain it. Like, we, we came out um, in the flex bone with uh, a tight end on the right side mostly, and then we had an extra H-back in there um, in between the guard and the tackle. And then it – as the quarterback would come up to the line of scrimmage and get ready for the play, the H-back would go down on the line. So it's like we had like a double tight end on uh, on whichever strong side. It's an interesting formation. Never really seen that done before. And But we had some progress in it. Um, ultimately, though, on that drive, we fumbled on our own 22. Elbert recovered, then scored quickly after the turnover. PAT, no good. Uh, Elbert led 6-0 with 5.58 left in the first quarter. We got the ball back but produced a quick three and out. We punted, and Elbert took over on our 42. Again, the Blue Devils of Elberton took advantage of favorable field position. Their quarterback raised up and threw a wide receiver screen, which went for 42 yards and a score. PAT, good. 13-0 Blue Devils. 
Dino, I know you weren't at this game, but at this point, this was kind of like, oh, man, here we go again. Mm-hmm. It felt like Pickens, mm-hmm. you know. You're playing a team uh, that's that's spreading you out a little bit. On the road. On the road. A couple Get, early mistakes. Yeah. And it, it felt like it was going to be a long night. But uh, after that score, Commerce took Bunn out, who started, and put Garnto in. The offense got to quicken a little bit and made it past uh, midfield. But Garnto, who's also our punter, punted shortly after. Uh, we pinned Elbert down to their own 15 and the Blue Devils soon made a costly mistake. Their quarterback threw a short pass on the home side, and Jack, uh, junior defensive back Jackson Morris jumped the route to intercept the pass, which he ran to the Elbert County goal line. The ball was spotted at the one, and Draylon Martin pounded through the A-gap for a touchdown on the next play. Uh, Talbert PAT, good. Elbert scored once more uh, before the half with a quick gashing drive. So the score rested at 20-7, to seven, Elberton at the half. Um, second half, we made some big plays in the second half, just a, a few. Perhaps the biggest play was an interception by senior cornerback Landon Worley on a, a tip pass. Uh, both Commerce and Elbert scored touchdowns to round out the night. Um, our last drive was actually our best, our last scoring drive. Draylon Martin – Malachi Shockey and Jabo Daniels all had nice runs on the drive, and uh, Shockey punched in the final touchdown from six yards out. Uh, PAT good by Talbert. So that left us with a final score of Elbert County 27, Commerce 14. Uh, Dino, you got any thoughts about that recap? First, yeah, well, first of all, great job. Great job by Unk. Well, get, thanks. Get riding roughly solo, sort of. Yeah, so Jesse went Je- with me. Yeah. Jesse went over with you, but you still just fill in there. But Unk's been pretty much tweeting the whole game. I, I got I got a youngin that that I bring with me, obviously, and he's basically crawling all over me. Wants to go to the concession stand, this, that, and the other. So Unk's been doing a good job filling in on the Twitter Twitter verse there. If you've been following along, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's the early things. I'm you know, I think there's some improvement here, um, which has been what we've kind of been looking to see mm-hmm. uh, over the past few weeks. And it, without the early mistakes, I mean, right there in the fourth, I, I don't know. You know, who, who knows once it once it's that close. Yeah, and that kind of gets us into our questions we had last week. Uh, you know, we had – Two four, weeks. Two weeks two, ago. Yeah, last week. Two weeks ago. Um, first one being, can Commerce win the battle in the trenches? I don't know if we won the battle, but we we fought a whole lot harder. Uh, we played a lot more physically, and uh, and we've we've improved a lot. Uh, I don't know if we're playing quite as well as we can, but we're doing much better than we did, especially against Pickens County. Um, can we win on the road was our next question. Uh, I think that one's pretty easy to answer. Uh, can we continue to limit the penalties? So this is another area where we've seen progress. Oh, yeah, big I, time. I think that first game, what, we had 11 penalties? Yeah. Cut it down to three. Uh, I think they were all offensive for 30 yards. Um, and then a, a stat that was a little telling to me, um, can we keep Elbert under 100 yards rushing and 100 yards passing? So the first question, 100 yards rushing, yes. We actually uh, held Elbert 86 yards rushing on 28 attempts. Uh, and then no 
we could not hold them to 100 yards passing. They had 175 yards on 11 completions, which is pretty significant. I mean, that's like, what, 17 yards per completion. Um, but we can get further into the statistics here to see, you know, what kind of progress we've been making over the season. Uh, again, want to thank uh, Commerce Statistician Anthony Gaddis for sending us these stats. Um, he uses a software called Future All-Stars, which is pretty good. And if you guys know anything about um, statist- statisticians in the high school game that need a good software, uh, just reach out to him and uh, he can get you hooked up with that. But uh, starting out with the team stats, we had uh, 14 Gosh. first downs. And, Big and- improvement in the game with Elbert. So we sustained some drives, uh, which is something we hadn't been doing. We've only had 32 first downs this year. Uh, so nearly half of them coming in, in the Elbert game. Um, four yards per carry, which is another big improvement. Yeah, it was only 2.83 uh, versus Pickens. So picking up another yard per, per carry there. Uh, like you said earlier – you know, the, the fumbles were, were what killed us. Uh, I know you weren't at the game, but we, we had two short touchdowns yeah. that we gave them. That's what I was saying, too. Without those, probably maybe win the game. And you're definitely right there right there in it. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. Just watching the game, I never felt like we were out of it. Yeah. Because we, we, were, we were holding our own out there. Uh, we tackled a whole lot better. Um, rushing the ball on offense, we we got two guys that had pretty pretty good nights. Uh, twenty carries for Draylen Martin, uh, seventy eight yards. He's he's got over two hundred yards on the season now. And Malachi Shockey from the fullback position, seen a lot of Shockey this year. Uh, I think he had his best game of the season thus far with ninety eight yards on fifteen carries, puts him at two hundred three yards this season. Uh. What do we see from the defense there, Dino? Well, the defense, as you mentioned earlier, that was one of the questions we had. They did, help, you know, they held Elbert to under 100 yards rushing, two turnovers on on interceptions coming from Morris and Worley, and then some tackle leaders, um, Kamani Horn leading the linebackers group there, eight and a half tackles, Cole Hill five and a half. The DBs, he's got 22 this season. I actually put that guy. I put him on. Cole Hill's a linebacker. Uh, Colin Hall's leading the defensive, but that's my bad. No, I see the I see the switch there. I see the switch now. So he's got five, and he's got five and a half. Did you switch the tackles too? No, we no. switching here, some. <laughs> no, Colin Colin Hall had five tackles, which led the defensive back group. Cole Hill's switched, a linebacker. Cole Hill's a linebacker, right? With Kamani Horn, right. So he he had, but he's leading the team with tackles, uh, twenty two tackles this season. Jaden Jaybo Daniels got four and a half. Pat Mintz three and a half. Yeah, some of these younger guys starting to step up. Freshman, yeah. Led the led the team on the defensive line this week with tackles. Pretty pretty great there for Pat. So before we go way back back into the <laughs> into the past here for week four review. Um, I think I you know back to the I've been watching these planes. Back to the Plains, I think I said, I don't remember what I said, but I, I want to I want to issue a apology if I did say you can you can see him taking off. It's not like you can see him on the runway, right? I, I just mean you can you can see, 
<laughs> you can see them when they clear the like the tree line as clear as day, and and they, and they have to be over the airport because I've timed it. So you know they got the flight tracker, the flight tracker apps, you know, on your phone, where you can see where they're going and like you know where they took off from and when they took off. So I timed it from the time I could see the dot until it got over my house, and it was ex- it was exactly just about the time that they took off and then they got here. So. I wanted to clarify that. That way, I don't have to issue a, a, a clarification on Twitter later later tonight. You know it'll come too. They'll be like, "You cannot see that yet." <laughs> Somebody would. Taylor Seals. Oh man. Um, where were we? we uh, week four. We're getting around the state in week four. Week four. That was ages ago. But we do have a. I, I, I think I, I knocked out. I eliminated a lot of the games that we we were going to talk about last week. Um, I did want to highlight a few of them that were pretty major. Uh, Camden County went on the road to Marietta, and they got hammered. Um, <laughs> oh, Uncle Solomon thought the Wildcats were ready for the yeah. big stage in 7A, but it, not the case. Marietta stepped on the gas. Uh, they had a 20-point 20, uh, 20 fourth quarter. Once you get out of northeast Georgia, I'm just I'm just guessing. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Collins Hill beat up on Rome. Uh, that was our game of the week, you know, seven years ago. And uh, Collins, <laughs> Collins Hill, uh, Sam Horn obviously had a great game. Uh, Travis Hunter, 224 yards receiving. Uh, Fitzgerald and Dodge County was our small town game of the week a few weeks ago. Fitzgerald won that one 15-6 over Dodge. Uh, Fitzgerald's stout defense held Dodge to 119 yards. They were 1-for-12 on third down conversions. Mm. So um, that is the roundup from around the state in our area a couple weeks ago. Jackson County defeated Franklin County by one. Twenty to nineteen, and that might have been there. That that might have been Jackson County Super Bowl. I don't know. Well, it depends on what happens this week. There's a lot of folks talking, and we'll talk about this later. There's the, no. There's a lot of folks talking no. around this neck of the woods. Who? Jackson County might Who? upset Carson. I saw it in a major news names. organization. I need today. names. I need names. Locally. To go on the record. bold predictions. Athens Better Herald says that Jackson County's upsetting Car Central. Wow. Pick up a copy of the Banner Herald and read the print for yourself, folks, if you don't trust me. I don't know about that. That's wild. Stevens County uh, beat Madison County. It's 19 to 14. But uh, Stevens County, or, uh, Madison County hung around there, Uncle Sonny. Proud yeah. of your boys. Proud of the boys. I, you know, they're, they were at home. I bet that artificial turf was bouncing <laughs> over there in Dannysville. Uh, but they, they, I feel like they lost this game late, too. I think yeah, Stevens made a late drive. It really kind of disappointed me that they didn't hold on. Uh, two weeks ago, Raven County won fifty-nine to fourteen over Murphy in North Carolina. Um, four hundred sixty-nine total yards from Gunner Stockton, four touchdowns, and Murphy actually won single A in North Carolina last year. So, not exactly a pushover, and a pretty impressive win from Raven. I think Murphy's actually playing Union this they week. They are. Uh, Murphy will win that game. Union's yeah. in trouble. It's interesting, Raven. They're like not even in the GHSA anymore. They they're, they're playing. This is their. This week's their third, third straight, straight week out of state. Out yeah. of state. Uh, and I don't know if that has to do more with COVID cancellations or just, like, travel. Oh, I'm sure it's just travel. But, it's probably uh, closer to play the South Carolina and North Carolina schools than it is basically any anybody Georgia else. schools. Same thing for Hart County. They've played, they've played two, at, at least, least two South Carolina schools. Yeah. I mean, that makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's just, I mean, when will they make the jump like Raymond Gap? I guess they do it for the playoffs, though. They'd rather play with Georgia. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely playing big time competition too. How about how about just that Northeast like 
the 441, the gateway up there in the mountains, just, just I didn't know that Murphy won the single A North Carolina Franklin's championship. Franklin's good too. Isn't that wild? It is like wild. Right there on 441, you got like four teams that are winning state, so you're competing for state. Well, if you think about That's it, funny. all the way up the state of Georgia too, you got good high school football. Starting down. 41, the, the secret sauce to high school football in Georgia. The eastern part of the state for sure. You start down there in Homerville and work your way all the way up to, to Clayton. Raven Gap. There's a lot of good schools in between, too. Man, you might be on to something. Banks County beat Lumpkin County 26-16. to 16. How about the – they're getting, getting over on the .5 wins of the year that we set. Uh, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's fake news. Uh, two weeks ago, the Class A top ten. I just wanted to mention four results here. Clinch County um, hammered Pelham 40-14. to 14. I just keep that. Clinch County – it's the same thing as last year. I cannot get a good feel get a for what's on. going on with there. Um, that was our honorable mention for small town game of the week. Absolute thrashing from Clinch. It was surprising, and the game was called with two thirty-two left due to various sportsmanlike <laughs> conduct penalties and personal fouls. How about that? That's two and a half bizarre. minutes. The, the refs just ending the game. That happened to me actually. Uh, my the senior basketball year of basketball when it, we were at home. Against social circle, and there was we we were winning by like maybe fifteen or twenty. Like we we played bad. Like this social team was, and they were not good. They thought they were really good, and uh, we were up by like fifteen or twenty, and they started fouling. And they got they started getting a little rough, you know, yeah. like they're knocking us out of bounds and stuff. We were hitting all our free throws, so we you know we talked a little bit, and they were talking, and and then we almost got in a fight, and they started taking off their jerseys, so the refs just started handing out text, text, text. Their coach left, went to the locker room, and so the rest were just like, the game's over. It was like a minute and a half left in the game. Holy smokes. I, that's a little forgotten piece of commerce history right there. I yeah. didn't know about that. That was that was fun. Uh, and then we played them later that year in the region tournament and won again. So. Well, y'all smoked that region tournament. 3-0. 3-0 and that year against Social. But anyways, yeah, that happened to me one time. So I thought that was funny, but, I mean – I don't know if I've ever seen it in football. Stopping a game with two and a half minutes left. Two and a half minutes is a pretty good bit of time. Yeah, I mean, it was 40 to 14. But, yeah. Helm's uh, not very good this year either. I guess not. I mean, seen. it was a pick em, so I don't know. Um, Laney, uh, 20 to 14 winners over Lincoln County on the road. So a similar result to what we saw uh, Washington Wilkes play. Yeah. Uh, so what you can take away from that is Lincoln and Washington Wilkes are probably even. Yeah. And at the time, the reason that's in the top ten and not like in our Region 8 a public review for week four is uh, just because they were in the top ten, they were five. Lincoln County was five at this time. Right. Um, number two, Brooks County defeated Cook 42-20. to And that's a Cook team we have saw have some pretty good results this year. Um, Irwin County 63 to nothing over Wilkinson County. So Brooks and Irwin uh, establishing themselves as the top dogs in single yeah. A. Seems like Macon County and Metter also kind of hanging around up there as well. You got a clear dividing line this season, whereas last year you had a lot of teams in the mix. This t- this season you kind of well, I I agree with that to an extent. I think it might seem a little bit more like a lot of teams were in the mix because Commerce was a part of like yeah. the dividing line last year and <laughs> this year this year I don't know. Uh, that that might be a, a little bit while we're thinking that it seems a little. I, just, I think we were just a part of the the, the, the five we were, five or six yeah. teams mentioned. And you know we had Washington Wilkes in that conversation. Well, the, yeah, and, I mean, by, you know there I were a lot of teams on the periphery. That see that, but see Region Eight was getting a little disrespected last year too. Yeah. Until the first two rounds of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, 
But anyways, uh, Erwin and, and Brooks actually played this week, so at uh, at the the uh, the reservation in, in Osceola. So that's going to be a huge game. Uh, but a few, <laughs> we're still. It's so funny. That we're still talking about week four. <laughs> Two weeks ago, Region Eight A public, but this is a a, a result of note. Um, Green County sixteen, Hancock Central fourteen ha- at Hancock Central. Hancock Central was twenty seven point favorites. Green County going on the road getting the dub. Yeah, what you think about that, Uncle Stone? We talked about this before the show. You gonna try to downplay it? I can tell. No, I can see it in your eyes. No, Hancock Central won Region Seven A last yes, year. Yes, they did. They beat a good uh, Warren County team to win that championship. But the results haven't been there for Hancock Central this year, and they've never historically been a great football school. They've been more of a basketball school. So I don't know exactly. I mean, this is a big result. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. This early in the season, can you put much stock in it? Yeah, to be fair, Hancock Central has not won a game this year. So, um, But it's still Green County getting wins. You know, <laughs> they're getting wins. I don't know. Um Hancock Central plays Washington Wilkes tomorrow night. So yeah, they do. Going. Or tonight, if you're listening to it, uh, listen to us on Friday, which you probably are. Probably will. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see. Putnam County, 42-22 to 22 over Social Circle. This one was, was, was close early, and I think Social even had a lead. Yeah, I think uh, Putnam pulled away. In the first the half, end. maybe. They did. Um, shout out to Seals. Putnam County undefeated again. Um how so let me let me go ahead and throw this at you, or should I say should I save this question for no, later? No, go on? ahead, go ahead. We can talk about it now. Let, no, let's get through some more results. Right. We'll, we'll, once we get through get week five, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. All right, Towns County, uh, forty-eight to twenty over Baconton Charter. Are they the bacon bits? Yeah. Are their cheerleaders <laughs> the bacon bits? Be. They should be. Oh, what a Baconton Charter. Where? <laughs> where before, I got a. Ba- I think there. there's a Bacon County in there. I've, yeah, there's a Bacon. There's a Bacon County. It's it's actually in the Breakfast Belt. Oh, with coffee. Coffee and Appling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because you got the yeah. yeah. That, that's that's the that's that's the Georgia's Breakfast Belt. Breakfast Belt. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Are they actually in? Let's yeah, see. Towns is searching for wins. They're going all over the state to find wins. They're going to Baconton. Uh, this says Baconton Community Charter School. It's getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> It's in South Georgia. It's not Southwest. in Bacon County, though. It's in. It's right below Albany. It looks like that's way down there. It looks like it's just in the middle of just nowhere. Towns probably had it's to travel between Camilla and Albany. <laughs> they had to have left on Wednesday to get to that game. Did they play on the road? Yeah, they went down there. That golly, they they'll play. They'll go anywhere to get a win. They will. That's funny. They played the Kings Academy over there in England. All and the Kings horses the, in the end. They went to England. The they had bits. to jump the pond, and now they went all the way down to Albany to <laughs> grab some Millers and head on down to Bacon. <laughs> Unbelievable. Washington Wilkes thirty six, Warren County thirteen. Uh, a pretty big result for the Blue Tigers there. Yeah, Warren County uh, had a stout team last year. I think they made it to the Sweet Sixteen, if memory serves yeah. correctly. Um, Washington Wilkes, still the team to beat until somebody beats them. Okay, so now we're back to last week. Mm-hmm. So this is where we get to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, week five, around the state, Collins Hill all over Alpharetta, 42 to nothing. Uh, they will face number 10 and undefeated East Coetta this Friday night, which is tonight, if you're listening to this. And uh, that is at home, so that's at Collins Hill, a big 7A matchup there. 
I don't think anybody stands a chance against Collins. Yeah, they seem like that. Well, after what they did to Rome, yeah, I just I don't know. It do, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, Maybe the Jefferson strong. Dragons. That might be the only nah, team. Ain't gonna play them. Triple <laughs> A number three Pierce County beat uh, Clinch County thirty three to thirteen. Again, kind of a don't know what to do with Clinch County. I mean, obviously Pierce County is really good, a lot bigger school, but I think it seems like Clinch County is one of those places that usually doesn't matter. Um, but they do lose that one by 20. In AA, Putnam County gets the victory 19-7 to over Westside Augusta and climbing to the top 10. Our boy Seals is just pumped. Now, uh, we did see this song and dance last year, and we know the Jefferson County boys are waiting down there. Uh, the boys from Edenton, I think. I don't know. I, I can't remember where that game is, but uh, good times nonetheless for the War Eagles I, for now. I think it's in Edenton this year. Okay, so they might have a chance then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know Jefferson County is usually pretty stout. Single A Private, Elka, battles down to the wire with a top 10 5A Blessed Trinity team. Uh, Justice Haynes goes for 356 yards, three touchdowns, and the 24-21 win for Blessed Trinity. Elka actually had a 21-0 lead in the first quarter. Um, No answer for Haynes, though, as the game wore on. Can you read his stat line one more time? 356 yards, three touchdowns. It's Justice Haynes. Can we just allow a moment of He just stepped on their face with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. He just crushed their face. (laughs) Can you believe it? Uh, I wonder how many times he's heard that. Oh, my God. Did you see what he did? Uh. (laughs) In our area, Clark Central over Appalachian 31-17. That might be why the result, the Jackson County thing, is kind of gaining some steam. That was a lot closer than the line. That might be right. East Jackson. 56-27 56-27 to over East Hall. The Battle of the East, the Eagles of Commerce Center, 2-3, and three, and don't sleep on them for last place in 8 AAA. The hype machine right now in East Jackson is turned to 11. Uh, I, I read an up, article. Baby. Commerce is rocking over there. Yeah, that, Nicholson that Mexican restaurant sleep. next to Dan's. Dude, I bet that thing is <laughs> packed on Friday everybody. night. I bet Friday night is after the game. That little thing is packed. Dan's in the mornings, tamales all night. Dan's going to start serving them biscuits at 4 a.m. People <laughs> just can't sleep. They're dying to get them. Yeah, I I just don't. I'm not buying. They the got that little shack out there in Commerce now, where the that guy sells the Jordan, the fake Jordan stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. He used to mail chickens in the post office. He met that guy mailed chickens. Yeah, live chickens. Live chickens. What's that guy's mo? Like, tell me about that guy. He's just a entrepreneur. Uh, clearly, he's got a he's red, got a hand in every game. Those got to be fake. Everything that he's selling in there has to be fake. He's good. Got, does a good job marketing it. But every I don't time know. I mean, if, he, if, if that man's mailing chickens out, he may have some lines that I don't know about. Maybe. Some connects in the Jordan game. Maybe. <laughs> he might be getting them straight from the source. Are, are you buying East Jackson right now? No. Their they're region's too hard. They're about to start region play. Yeah. They may can beat Franklin County, but they're not going to beat any of the other ones. They're not going to beat Stevens, Monroe, no. Oconee. I mean, it's just not going to happen. They cracked into the top ten, which these these rankings mean nothing, but the top ten power rankings for the Athens Banner Herald, and that they were number ten, and that may have just been to sell a few papers around Nicholson, but I <laughs> I just didn't see that. And they probably right now they got a better record than Commerce, so I probably need to keep my mouth shut. They're gonna get that thing framed. <laughs> They'll get the Athens Banner Herald framed. <laughs> it's in the weight room right now. <laughs> Right, Fannin County thirty to thirteen winners in Homer, um, Franklin County thirty six Crescent High. They uh, beat 32. the Crescent Rolls. 
are they the rolls? They're, they're like the Panthers or something, aren't they? We got the bacon you know, bits and the rolls. And the rolls, they could be the, they could be the moons. What if they were the, the moons? moons. <laughs> Dude, South Carolina loves to be crescent moons. Anyways, Franklin County wins that one, thirty six to thirty two. Hart County, gosh, they keep lighting up the scoreboard. They beat Westside High, South Carolina, sixty three to twenty eight. Another stat line for you: JL Lackey goes for two hundred forty nine yards with five touchdowns. Nori Moore tacks on another 146 yards and three touchdowns for the Bulldogs. That is insane. Potent. You know, the week before, the week before, Hart County was supposed to play the Crescent Rolls, and the Crescent Rolls <laughs> rolled up and forfeited. <laughs> they got baked. They got baked. <laughs> <laughs> they got baked and they couldn't make it. Um, Oconee County 20-6 to over Thomasville. Which uh, this game got a little play on the ESPN broadcast of the Georgia game. Did I don't it? know if you saw that or not. Well, I was at the, both of those games. I yeah, was at so the, they, they must the ESPN must have had a camera at that game because yeah, probably during so. like one of the TV timeout, it got a lot of play because what's his name, South Carolina's quarterback that got knocked out no in one. like t- you know two plays. Is that what happened? It, yeah, I mean he, I he, he, he messed was his wrist up or something, so he didn't go back in. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kept showing his dad and mom like the entire game. They had that, you know how ESPN does that weird camera where they just have it on like one person. Yeah. And like their son wasn't even playing anymore. They still kept like panning to him. And like they, it was kind of funny though because they clearly like didn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they showed some of the. It wasn't like highlights, but it was, uh, like the teams running out like last at at, at Thomasville. They had probably sent Oconee somebody County. over there for a little bit. They sent some intern over there to like, hey, why don't you like put this on the sideline and get get a shot that way we can talk about it. Yeah, probably so. You want the lowdown on this game? Um, not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So both of these teams will probably be in the final four at least. Well, I, let me, Thomasville was going for his fourth win over a top ten team this year. They've so, played. I mean, I know, and that's a long drive. They're tired, I and mean, I'm sure that's that's a lot of good wins. Six I, wins, top I, ten team, or three? Sorry, three wins. I think they beat. I know they beat Cairo. They mm-hmm. beat Fitzgerald. And I think they beat Bainbridge too, right? Maybe. No, no, they, was, they, they beat, might have they been beat Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, I they, think it was Brooks dude. in the first game. Beating Brooks. I know. This was a team I, I watched. They might be seeing Raven later. Thomasville. I, when we were at the game, we were talking, and I actually uh, met Kevin Wiley. He was at the game. And uh, Kevin or Derek? Not Kevin. You mean Derek? Derek. Derek. Yeah, Derek. Derek big, and big. big uh, Big fan of the show, big listener. Yeah, and he does gr- a great job in the potluck pick'em. He is. I told he's, him, he's strong in the pick'em. I said, "What's your strategy, man?" He said, "I just pick games." <laughs> he's strong in the pick'em. <laughs> well, he's, well, he covered. I think he, he covered worked this for the team Oconia for a while. Enterprise. Yeah, he worked for the. Uh, I keep saying team. He worked for the in this area for a while. Yeah, so he knows the teams. Right. So, but he was back. He he's moving from Portland to Kansas with his wife, and he was in Georgia for a week. So went to a game. This was the best game, but uh, I saw him. He's been covering some of those Kansas teams, yeah. Kansas City teams. But yeah. it was neat to meet him, and he brought. He, he was there with a friend, but I can't remember his friend's name. He also listens. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Oof. But thanks for I've coming. Seen. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Um, but no, this game was really close. Twenty to six looks kind of like a, a a little bit of a runaway, but. Uh, Thomas Field got really greedy at the end of the second half or second quarter and tried to put together some drives. It was seven to six going into the half, and they threw two picks. Yeah, uh, there. And I think one of them was before the half, and then one of them was after the half. But 
Oconee got to work on some short fields. I think one of them was a pick six, actually. And uh, it w- that was the game. But Thomasville's really good. They have a rock-solid defense. But Oconee County's got a lot of strength in Jake Johnson and the offensive line there. Um, I But I think Oconee's vulnerable at 8A. That was one thing I was wanting to say is I, I think somebody can beat them that this year in that region. Right. Stevens? Hart. Yeah, Hart. Dude, people are out sleeping there? on Hart. Why do people – it's because it's so far away. Well, like it's, it's in no one's coverage area. You know what I mean? Yeah, Anderson covers Hart more than anybody. Hart, dude, don't sleep on Hart. They but, might win that region. But Hart, I had a very good source tell me that Hart will fold. But I don't know. I think this may be Hart's year. And they may have us fold, but I, I'm with you. I think this may be Hart's year. Also – Speaking of ESPN broadcast, uh, Todd Blackledge has tasted the town. Did you see when yeah. the Cafe Racer? Yeah, I saw that. So I've, that I've never eaten there. This place is going to be packed for the next two, three Ever. or four weeks. It's like Tawalik. <laughs> you know, Tawalik. No, I saw where they're actually on Instagram. I follow them on Instagram. They're actually they're 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 having a second location in Athens. Well, I'll probably go. It's now. coming. A second location is is uh, is coming to Athens at some point. I think it's like late twenty twenty two though. But that happens with like every good restaurant in and around Athens is that somebody will get one a national person goes there like or, it, or a national article yeah it happened with Tulalip you know the Mexican yeah. restaurant there at the chicken plant I used to go over there when I lived down there the first time uh-huh. and there was an article written up in GQ magazine about Tulalip and now you can't get in there how do those people find like how do they find it they I just think, hear about it they go to Athens for like a weekend and they like just overhear it or something. Well, in Athens, there's is one of more. Those... But see, there is I am. We ain't got to mention them on the pod. But there are more spots in Athens that people don't know about, though. True. Well, it's because so many but spots are constantly get, yeah, it's created. True, true, true. In Athens, it's yeah. just a, a great creative community. Back to football. Pickens forty-five <laughs> to seven over Union County. So that was uh, Pick, man. Pickens, Pickens is good. Had a good year. I think Union and Commerce would have been a pretty even game. Yeah, and Union's not having a good year. Prince Avenue defeats Wesleyan, thirty-five to ten. I'm still curious to see how eight A private plays out. I ain't, I don't have a good handle on that region. Uh, Athens Academy's up, then they're down. Prince is up, then they're down. Christian, Athens Christians up, then they're down. by, then they beat somebody good, and then they it. get dog beaten. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's an interesting. It's one. weird. Stevens County continues the winning ways, thirty-five to eighteen. They won on the road at Habersham. I think they were um, team of the week for somebody this week. Yeah, I mean they're five and zero. Oh. They get they got a bye week this week, and they go right to uh, Monroe area. Oh God! Start start region play. That, that I, I we've heard. Wait. I cannot wait to to follow AAA. It's gonna be like you know when you take hamburger meat and you run it through the grinder. <laughs> that's what that region's gonna be like. That's All these teams region. are just gonna get chunked out of the top ten because they're gonna be losing to each other. Look out for the playoffs, though. Yeah. Whoever's a four seed in that in the playoffs might get a one. Yeah, they they might they might get get a one. Wanderbarrow thirty six to eighteen over Cedar Shoals. That's kind of our in the area. Yeah. Um, from week five, do we want to jump right into week six preview? Do we want to yeah. have a little bit of a, a, a intermission? Let's just cover half of the football season in one stretch. In one stretch, one go of it. I see the moon. It is over there. I told you something. It must have moved. I know my house. All right. I, my house. I, mean, I know you're you, – I know. I knew it was going to be peeking through them trees. you become like an amateur meteorologist. I ask because I, I just – you know, I get out here and just look around a lot. That's pretty much – that's my meteorology background. 
uh, <laughs> week six preview. Um, so around the state, let's go to let's go to Tryon. Uh, Bowden comes into town. They're a two point favorite, number seven in the state. Um, this is our North Georgia small town game of the week. Getting very specific now. <laughs> well, we got lots of small town games of the week. Uh, lot this this week is the first week that I, not only the weather but this slate this week is classic good. Like yeah. this is when this is the slate that like sure the first week's good but you don't really know who's going. You got names playing each other week right. one, but you don't really know like who's on who's, who's going who's on the up and up. Like right. who who who's the dark horses that we don't know about. And now you kind of got a good handle on that. Um, so Bowden's three and one. They're going to travel eighty six point three miles up the western edge of Georgia to challenge the Tron Bulldogs, who are undefeated. When I sat down to to do the research on these teams, thought today, it was going to be a lot closer. I did. Yeah. I thought these they're in the same region. Eighty six point three miles. Yeah. Holy yeah, smokes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much like Bowden's below Atlanta. Yeah, I mean they're closer to Carrollton. Yeah, they're on that off of I twenty. Yeah, uh, Tron's way up Tron's here. Almost Tron's up near near almost Tennessee. To Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, above Rome almost. West Georgia geography's not strong. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they've both had hot starts though. Uh, Bowden has played much better competition. They beat Double uh, A Bremen obviously, which we covered that game. Narrowly lost to Harrelson County, which is another higher classification team generally that is pretty good, and I mm-hmm. think they're good this year. Um, Tron has handled business against. Two weak teams and two out-of-state teams that we don't know a lot about, so they could have been not as strong either. So we don't know a lot about Tryon, just that they're undefeated. They've handled business. Um, Bowden has the series twenty-nine to eleven, and uh, they won last year forty-two to twenty at Bowden. So um, this is likely the six A uh, region championship. Yeah, this is a big game. It was a big game last year. It's a big game this year. Uh, two players off the top of my head that I'm sitting here thinking about will impact this game. That quarterback over there at Bowden, he's like a dual-threat quarterback. Yeah, what's, that? What's, what's our guy's name? I can't remember what his name is. He's going to be important. Rob Brown. Rob Brown. Shout out to Rob Brown. He's pulling double duty he, tomorrow night. He's doing the voice in the sky at Converse High, and he's playing for Tryon. <laughs> Pretty wild. They're going to have to sync up the drive so he could. He'll be on offense, and then Converse – Russ will be doing the the PA while Russ will have to come in yeah. while he's while he's running the ball, yeah. But is it, it uh, which 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 I can't remember which guy it is. I, mean, <laughs> I gotta remember that quarterback's name. Keep going. But uh, Rob Brown has has had a good career over there at Trot. He's not just emerging on the scene now, but uh, two years ago when Commerce and Tron played, he had a good game, and we noticed him then. So it, it, is it Robert McNeil? McNeil sounds correct. I want to make sure that's him. I want to give it because uh, he's good. He you is know, good. It's, it's a name to know in uh, playoffs for the rest too. of the season. Yeah, like just a yeah, it is. That's him. Yeah, I think that's him. He had a big game earlier in the season. Probably that Bremen game. It was the Bremen game. He pretty much kind of. But yeah, I, I like Bowden in that game. They're only a two point favorite yeah, Robert, on the road. Robert, They're in yeah. in Tron, but I, I still like Bowden. Yeah, I do too. Uh, another big one is Brooks County. At Irwin County, that's number two. Brooks County at number one. Irwin County, South Georgia, small town game of the week. Obviously, uh, Brooks County going in there as a three point favorite. Um, the, and this is that region two. That's tough. I mean, it, it, but this is probably the championship for region two. Yeah, and uh, it's a rematch of the state title game last year. Irwin won that one, twenty seven to nineteen. Um, some of the names to look out for, uh, Demarcus Lundy, uh, DJ Lundy, I think that's his little brother, 
Um, Cody Soliday, who played against uh, played in the entire stadium, uh, Ray Lamb Stadium last year, uh, against the Tigers. He's accounted for t- uh, 10 touchdowns so far. Demarcus Lundy has four touchdowns uh, on the ground. And Brooks is led, of course, by Amari Arnold, uh, Georgia Tech commit, I believe, who has rushed for an average of over 100 yards a game. Yeah, Lundy there, he's putting up some impressive statistics. Uh, he's averaging about 12 yards per carry right now uh, through three games, which is, is pretty impressive. Uh, if I could go to any game in the state, I'd be in Ocilla tomorrow night. I'll tell you that much right now. Uh, number six, Cedartown, 12-point uh, favorite going into Calhoun. So um, This game's actually – just ended or it's on right now? Yeah, Thursday night game. Yep. Thursday night game. Well, let me see if I can get a score update on that. Last time I checked, it was 24-7. to 7, uh, Calhoun. Oh, really? Yeah. Cedar Town was a 12-point favorite, and Calhoun was already up on them. Are they doing 17. the max? Is anybody doing max preps? Uh, somebody probably is. Calhoun's got a big fall, and so does Cedar Town. Let's see. Let's check it out. Well, that'd be great for, for if Calhoun wins. I mean, I like Cedar Town, too, but that's a, that's a good – that's a good matchup. Yeah, those uh, schools that they're they they've gotten bigger, but they're not like too big. You right, I mean? they're still got that sustained small growth kind of feel. Yeah, Calhoun yeah. especially like when you go to a Calhoun game, it yeah. is thirty-one to seven uh, Calhoun right now. So Calhoun's going to win that game. They ran away with it. Um, this is kind of a uh, it's an older rivalry from what I was reading, uh, but it's the first game that they've played in this series since nineteen eighty-five. Huh. Which I thought was wild, and that's about the same time Calhoun started to get better. Yeah. Um, uh, another. This is our statewide game of the week, and this is a big game uh, down there in South Georgia. Annually, every year, no matter how good either team is, either. Right. About uh, all state lounge, uh, just a few miles away for that one. Um, Eight p.m. kick. We're not going to stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're very envious of your 8 p.m. kicks, Lowndes and Rome. I love it. Lowndes won 33-21 last year. Valdosta leads the series just incredibly, 37-22. Uh, Lowndes has won 13 of the last 17. Um, what are we thinking about that one? I, They're kind of in disarray this year. Both, a little bit. Both schools. Um, Specifically Lowndes. Lowndes is two and two. Valdosta's one and three, but Valdosta's lost to some good teams. Lowndes, I think, has lost to a Florida team that I don't know much about. Oh, who else they, did Lowndes lose to Lee? Did they play? probably? I don't know. I can't remember if they played or not. But I think history is probably on Lowndes side, so we'll go with Lowndes. Sometimes enough. with those rivalry games, it's hard to get out of the little brother mentality. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's get to some games. Uh, in our area, let's talk Wanderbarrow at Habersham Central. Wanderbarrow is coming in as a three-point underdog. Is that right? Yes. What are we thinking there? First of all, great. I feel like both of those schools and areas have similar cultures, cultures. which I love. Except for one of them's, I, you know, just a little, little, little bit more in the foothills, and one's kind of like on the edge of, like, metro Atlanta, but it's yeah. sort of east enough to where it's pretty... Squidbillies could be set in either one of these counties. Yeah, I mean, you could see a Squidbillies episode going to Winderbarrow Speedway. Right. And Squidbillies is pretty much set in Habersham, yeah. <laughs> in Habersham County. I mean, this is 
This is the North Georgia Rednecks versus the s- s- more Southern North Georgia Rednecks. It's like two different branches of the same family. I love that. I love this. Love this game. Um, I think Winderbarrow is going to win. I do too. I like Winderbarrow this year. Clark Central's uh, at Jackson County, and this is our uh, the one we've touched before already. That uh, some people think that, that Jackson County might be in for a for a, a you know uh, Clark Central might be on upset alert. They are a twenty eight point favorite. What do you think, huh? I think Clark Central's going to roll in this one. I mean, I hate. I don't think they cover. Ah, man, I'm, I think four I'm, touchdown. I, dude, cover? I think I'm buying in. To Jackson County, I think I might buy it not to not to them winning, but I think I'm buying in on it being close. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think it's an upset, but I I think that fourteen point game. If Appalachia can keep it with fourteen with Clark Central, yeah. I think Jackson County can too. Yeah, that's my thought. Um, Flowery Branch at Jefferson. Uh, this is number seven Flowery Branch, number one Jefferson, and Flowery Branch is getting thirteen points. Not enough. Not enough. Uh, 30 might not be enough. Um, Jefferson, really, this is their only test. Are they coming off a bye, too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're coming off a bye after destroying Mountain View the week before. I don't know if their starters will have to play a game all regular season, like a full game. I will say, well, Flower Branches, they got some good results, but. They held it with Gainesville. 42 yeah. to 35, they just I come think. Off a huge win. They won 56 to nothing last week, but yeah, maybe they I upset. Think, Who knows? I don't know but, about upset. They might keep it close for a little while, but I, I'm not. I wouldn't. T- I would take Jefferson in the third and to cover 13. In in related news, uh, I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention that Jordan Perry committed to Kansas State yeah. earlier this night. Yeah, he did commit to uh, Kansas State tonight. So, so that's what three or four D ones now. They have three D one players in the backfield. Yeah. Kansas State, Georgia. And undetermined. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Clemson. Uh, come on. Madison County is on the road at North Oconee. They are getting three points. Uh, song. Uh, I, oh, man, something's telling me Madison County might go down there and do it. Song. I hope they do. I, I am a Madison County fan. I will finally admit it. Uh, I like the Red Raiders. I wish this game was at home. I think Madison County fares better against uh, the Titans at home. North Oconee is not a bad team. They've got a 1-3 record, but they are a good team. So, I think this is going to be another game like Madison Edwards Stevens. Oh, no. You know, is this a 21-14 tragic, a tragic. game? 28? Oh, I did find something else about Madison County this I read a note talking about the Athens Better Hair. I read a lot of their articles this week. Um, What's wrong t- with that? You sound like, like a little, little condescending there. Well, no, no. Nothing like that. It's just, I like the Better Herald. I I have been skewed heavy on the Better Herald of all my news sources mm-hmm. this week. Usually mm-hmm. I take a, a, all of it. Usually you throw in a little Main Street. Well, Main Street and then Blitz, AJC, AJC Georgia High School. Athens Banner. It's all coming in together. But I had more Athens Better Herald this week. Okay. Um they had an article talking about Madison County's success. They interviewed Coach Chris Smith over their head coach. He credited the offensive success this year with the triple option at Madison County to Coach Tim Taylor, who Tiger fans will remember being on Commerce's staff, but left this past offseason when Coach Brown resigned. So a lot of the success at Madison County has been credited to a, a guy who was on Commerce's staff. 
which I thought was interesting. You know, you said he credited Tim Taylor. Yeah, the the tool man. So <laughs> we're Tim Allen. Yes, the tool uh, man. <laughs> Flannel wearing, bearded Tim Allen. Or no, his his friend had. That's what I'm thinking of. His is his name had. really Tim Taylor? His name's Tim Taylor. <laughs> Tragic. Elbert County is on the road at Lincolnton. Um, where they're a one point favorite. That that might be a bet the mortgage game on, on Lincoln to cover. I think Lincoln by two scores in that. At Lincolnton? I mean yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. Get you Hardy's before the game, because that one's gonna be over quick. No, I gotta get to Roy Lee's before the game over at Lincoln County. Uh Athens Academy is on the road at Hebron. So we're starting off the uh the now this it they're Hebron's not he's they're they're seven, not their region right? anymore. It's either seven or five. So, but I still think this is another game that might confuse us even more for Region Eight private. <laughs> and I can see this one going either way. I can, I can see, see the, I can see Academy going and losing. The Academy's a twelve point favorite. Yes, I could see them losing this game, or I could see them winning it by thirty five. You just don't know what they have right now, and we didn't and see I don't them know in what person. Got either is Saturday still over there coaching? Surely no, not. Yeah, it's I, a Blue Trail. I didn't figure that was going to last very long. Yeah. Um. A lot of teams off this week. Yeah, and we skipped over. We skipped over some. We had we had a pretty big. big we had a lot hit. of tackle. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We didn't skip over anybody important though. No. Um, so the top ten in single A, we'll cover three of these. Uh, Charlton County is a two point favorite against Clinch County. Clinch County's back to number six. I mean, again, who knows what what Clinch is going to do there? But that is the. That's the, the battle of the Okefenokee down there in the swamps. I'd love to get somebody on the inside down there for the swamp war because I'd, I'd like to know how this game turns out. Yeah, that would be nice to have somebody. You might on you might be looking at you three and you four there from, from region two. They'll have to send up, like, SOS signals or something. They don't have service down there. They'll have to beat the oar on the water. Every time Clinch scores and, like, relay it, you know, like in Lord of the Rings, they light the fires. Messenger birds. They'll have to beat, like, an oar. They'll have to, like, Bigfoot against the tree. <laughs> Finally, it gets out of the swamp what the score is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bowden's on the road uh, at Tron. We covered that one already. And then Brooks County is at Irwin County. And that's your big games in, in, in uh, the top ten in single A. Yeah, um, an- another team sitting there on the periphery right now is Schley County. Uh, we were, you remember last year they beat Wilcox and we thought they they're were going to be world away, though. But they have sustained a lot more this season. Yeah, they're, they're not going away. Uh, let's talk about Region 8 uh, before we get into Commerce and Mount Perrin. Um, you know, uh, this this is where I can I think I can throw the question in that I saved because yeah, I didn't forget yeah. about it. Um, so, uh, Commerce, Commerce let's, let's just say the line on this one. Commerce is a, a five-point favorite at home uh, tonight. Probably if you're listening to this uh, against Mount okay. Perrin, we did have some questions from Seals about Mount Perrin, which maybe we can answer. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mount Perrin Christian Academy sits about a thousand feet in Does elevation. Does it really? Yeah, they're higher over there. You you know, further west you go, the higher in elevation, at least a little bit. Wow. Uh, you know, because right around Kennesaw, Lake Alatoona, no, yeah, you start to get sense. some elevation. That makes sense. So is it is it on a mount? It is not on a mountain. It's around Kennesaw Mountain. Okay. But I think there's actually a Mount Perrin in the Middle East. How, how high is that? How high is Mount Perrin? I, I assume it is much, much higher than 1,000 feet. Uh, you Google it and you don't get anything. It says, where uh, where is Mount Perrin in the Bible? Uh, Mount Sinai is, is, is what it's associated with. Okay, most. so Mount Sinai how, how high elevation. Is that? How high is that, the elevation? 
It is 7,497 feet above sea level. So much higher than Kennesaw, Georgia, Mount Parrot and Christian School. <laughs> uh, probably about a mile higher. Um, he also asked us what percentage of people were Christian at Mount Parrot and Christian Academy. I don't think that's for us to answer. But probably not public information. So <laughs> Mount Perrin, what are the translations there? How did it get to Mount Perrin from Sinai? Yeah. I don't know, man. Mount Sinai, I mean, that's where... That's the Ten Commandments. That's the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Well, well where's Perrin come in? I don't know. Maybe it has has a different language or something. Maybe that's another podcast for another. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. That's a different story right there. Talking language and religion, uh, that can get that can get deep in that. <clears throat> we'll get more into that later. Not not that specifically, but that football game, <laughs> the football game that's happening, not to religion and and and, and language and linguistics. Uh, Lake, Lincoln County is uh, playing Elbert County. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that one for sure tomorrow night because I think that could be telling. Yeah. About where the season's going. Um, social circles off. Green County's off. I did want to talk about Green and Social's results last week. Uh, Green defeated Monticello 28-21, and that was on the road. And then Social Circle defeated Oglethorpe County at home 21-14. to So they – Social's 3-2, and two, Green County's 3-2. and two. Commerce has the worst record in the region. Uh, Washington Wilkes is playing – Hancock Central and their thirty-four point favorites. Uh, I think the I think the system figured out that Hancock Central isn't good, so they're giving the Washington Wilkes quite a fair amount of points to cover. You hear that? Listen, it sounds like a deer. Something's rustling through the woods. Where it's either a deer or about to die. <laughs> it's a huge Mount Perrin fan just like camping in my <laughs> camping in my woods, about to come out and tell us the story about. Sinai and Mount Perrin. Your neighbor's going to come through and he's like, y'all talk about Madison County? Y'all talk about the Red Raiders? <laughs> uh, so, uh, Green County's 3-2, and two, Lincoln's 3-1, and one, Social's 3-2, and two, Town's 3-1, and one, Washington 3-1, and one, Washington Wilkes 3-1, Commerce 1-2. You know where I'm getting at. You want me to break down this region right no, now? No, what I want you to do, I want, here's the only thing I want you to answer. You know, it's going to be one word. I can I can tell in your face, Art. You you might not tell the truth, but I know that I know the answer already. Are you worried about Commerce making the playoffs? I am worried. I knew it. I'm I worried. You're gonna lie, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doubting yet. Like Towns, look. I've got we got the last three weeks, including this week. Bacon and Charter, Bacon Bits, Lakeview Academy Lions. I ain't gonna Bethlehem lie, Christian. That, that Lakeview. Man, that ain't they. Lakeview's they, not they, very good this year. But Lakeview's got a good coach, but they're listen, not very good. They're better than they have been, and they and they won by twenty one points. There's something there to saying like, look, we went we went and or Lakeview came up here and we beat them by three touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. That's not too far different from what the Raven Gap beat Lakeview. It's like oh almost the God. same score. We can't start doing that. I'm just, what else are you supposed to do? I I'm know. just, I'm just, you know, I'm just starting the conversation. Then, then social, you look at social. They beat Oglethorpe by seven points last week. I know Commerce isn't having as good of a year as we've had in the past, but I don't know. Oglethorpe County's traditionally really bad. I don't know if we're they all, traditionally are. Yes, I don't know if we're only seven points better than. I think we're a little bit better than Oglethorpe County in that game. 
they also lost to Putnam. We've heard from a couple sources that social isn't that great. So, uh, sources that have also seen Converse. So, I don't know. I, I'm concerned, but I'm not Look, panicking. Here's the thing. I think Green County's results are the most impressive. They are. Uh, of of the, the teams that will be in the three to five range. Right. Three to six range. <laughs> um, now, I think Lincoln and, and Washington Wilkes are for sure solid. They're cut above. They're and cut they're, above. They're going to they're, they're gonna make the playoffs. The questions, I think, I, yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the biggest questions is Towns and Social. I guess at the end of the day, you're asking, can Commerce beat Towns and Social and or Green? Because I'm sitting here looking at that Monticello. That's Jasper County now. They've stopped going by Monticello. I just typed it. I have it. Monticello is not that great anymore. Hancock Central's 0-4, and, and they squeaked by Hancock Central. I I just don't have enough data You're talking yet. yourself into, into I'm hoping. Into but at first, you were very worried. I could see it in your face. All right. I'm, I'm just going to come in. I'm going to come into this honest. <laughs> we, were, we, we, were, we thought we were recording for about 40 more minutes there after, that, after, what, after what you just heard, and it turns out we were not. So, um, Where we left off? Where did we leave off? Luckily, we did leave off in a pretty good spot because right when we got cut off unknowingly, uh, it was a transition into Commerce, Mount Perrin. And this is obviously a part that we couldn't leave off the pod because this is the Uncle Saul segment brought to you by no one yet. But if you want to sponsor the show, and obviously we don't, we do a great job here because we don't, I mean, you know, we, we never mess up, clearly. <laughs> so, Top notch. If you want to you sponsor the pod, uh, you know, come on. What What's really disappointing here is that we just, had probably our best 30 minutes of recording this year. Listen, we had we, – we'll, we'll, we'll talk about why. Let's just talk about why. Okay. We had we, – we went off we went off script a little bit in, in the preview with Mount Perrin, and we got to the fact that you told me – you go ahead and explain okay. what you told me without going into too much detail, and we'll, we'll, we'll save the part of why it's actually good that it got cut off. It may have saved some lives. We'll just start by saying It may have that. saved a life. <laughs> so a precious, precious creature. We're about to talk about Commerce Mount Perrin. Mount yeah. Perrin is in Kennesaw, Georgia. We got going on the normal Kennesaw we, stuff. Yep. I was we did like, the Kennesaw Whoa. Mountain Civil War. We did, you know. Kennesaw's the most urban place that we played a school from. We just did all that. Zip you know, code 305. We And then I brought up Kennesaw State. Right. Kennesaw State. It's a D1 college And we talked about Kennesaw. how, you know. Uh, there's uh, you know there's always that the room for that small team in Georgia because there's so many good players. But the, the, what we really got to was Kennesaw State has a live mascot, and they're the Owls. They're the mm-hmm. Fighting Owls. And what people don't know is that the Kennesaw State Owl lives in Commerce, Georgia. So there's a big there's a big connection here between Kennesaw and Commerce because he lives right across. I mean, really, as the owl flies, not too far for those woods right there. I mean, maybe two miles off of an undisclosed address in 334. And, and let, me, let me stop you there, because when I first found out, I was in such disbelief. I could not believe that the Kennesaw State live mascot is a resident of Commerce, Georgia. And I, I was like, I you know, I couldn't believe it. So Saul went into 
exact details. Like about, GPS about, coordinates about, almost. I mean, you could definitely find where this owl lived if we kept that recording. Like, I mean, seriously, it would have been super easy to find that owl. So I was like, eh, it might have been a good thing that that got cut off. Well, <laughs> we run the risk. You know how college football is these days. You, we've you seen poison, Harvey Updike at work. Poison trees. Poison trees. You don't want to see a majestic creature of the woods slain because of my loose lips. And honestly, as a postal employee, I shouldn't have disclosed that information on the pod. But it is pretty cool, nonetheless, that the Kennesaw State Owl, Hootie Who, lives over... I don't, I don't think that's his name, but it would be it cool. It be his Shout name. out to Outcast. It would be cool if it was named Hootie Who. And... Um, yeah, it lives over off 334, which is wild. And we talked about that for about five minutes. Yeah. But anyway. And we cut, we're going to cut some pretty good yeah, Justin I think Fields, Jake Frost Yeah, I, I did. I, I went in a little too hard, probably, <laughs> on that as well. So that's the Lost Tapes. If you want that, send us 20 bucks, and we might get, we might get dig it up somewhere. Maybe Graham was recording in the background somewhere. <laughs> we could dig it up for you if you want it. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, Mount Perrin. Uh, we'll we'll start back over. Mount Sinai. I'm not sure if we got into that or not. We we, we yeah we a, talked we about that. How how somehow Mount Sinai is Mount Perrin. Is Mount Perrin. Where the Ten Commandments Language, religion, come from, etc. Ten uh, Commandments. Moses, then we started shouting Old away Testament, from that conversation. Mount Pisgah, Mount Vernon. Shout out to George Washington. Somehow biblical, maybe Christian school. Let's get to the football. Uh, Mitch Jordan's their coach over there. He's been used car salesman. Used car salesman, Mitch Jordan. Come see me and the boys at the Emporium Chevrolet. Oh, so many inside jokes will be born from this. He's been a good coach. Really, too bad that got that deleted. Other than the other than knowing exactly where Kennesaw State's live mascot lives, we'll go. We need to go pet him one day. I'm so in because those folks are so nice. I'm so in for that. I'd love to do that. All right. Uh, you know, your kids would love it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mitch Jordan's a pretty good coach. Uh, 65% winning percentage over there in 14 seasons. Uh, he won a state championship in 2014, won re- two region titles in 2014 and 17. Um, the the interesting thing that with North Cobb Christian, Coach Holler's old school, and Mount Perrin, the team that we're going to play tomorrow night, is that they're rivals. So that adds another little intrigue to this game tomorrow night um, because it probably means the most to Coach Hollers of anybody in the commerce side. Um, but they only played once. That's another weird thing about the rivalry is that it's really more of a cultural rivalry. And in other sports, and then when North Cobb Christian started playing football, it became a rivalry in, for, in football. Um, North Cobb Christian won 28-10 in 2018. Uh, maybe that bodes well for the Tigers. Uh, traditionally, Mount Perrin's been good. Six of the last eight years, they've been in the quarterfinals. Um, last year, they sucked. They were one and seven. Um, giving you guys the cliff notes here. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're, it's we're, we're late. We're, we're gassed. It's we, midnight. We had a great version of this, and, and it's just, this, this is not going to be it. We won, Commerce won last year 41-9. to nine. Yeah, we A had lot of people scored touchdowns. Yeah. Only Draylon's here now that scored a touchdown last year. We have questions. <laughs> yeah, basically the same questions we have every week. Can we control the ball? It's really a few things. I mean, it's controlling the ball. Meaning you have to take care of the ball pass. better. But this time we just home field. How much of a factor is home field? And I think with the, we with folks visiting Tiger Field for the first time, I think home field advantage will have an impact. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, 
first time first time visitors coming in tomorrow night. I wonder if they'll bring a crowd. Probably not. Probably not. Um, small private private small Christian schools don't really. They don't travel well. They don't really travel. But I did do a lot of digging to find this one statistic, so I'm going to share it. Uh, I got out my old Jeff Prickett Commerce Football Yearbook 2019 edition and tabulated that since 1965. Commerce has won 79.9% of its games at Rayland Stadium. So that plays into the home field advantage. All right. That was quick, fast, and in a hurry that time. It was ugly, but God, if you'd have been here We're the sorry. first time. We're sorry. We're sorry to all the listeners out there. We didn't know We didn't know that there was a, a limit that was going to cut us off. Yeah. You know, that's never happened to us no, before. No, and Anchor should have let us know. Yeah. We, that was a great segment. The lost, the lost, the lost tapes, the lost, the lost tapes, unbelievable. But yeah, the Kennesaw State Owl, big commerce guy. Um, <laughs> in closing, do follow us on Twitter at Potluck Football. Uh, like all our tweets and retweet and share and all that good stuff. Uh, like the pod, review it. Hopefully not poorly. Uh, <laughs> well, after tonight, after tonight, you know what? <laughs> you know what? You can give us a one star. I don't even care. Um, after tonight. You drop your low score, right? What else? Uh, you know, we're looking for uh, looking forward to being in. in, in uh, it's right been now. a long time. It's been like a month, seriously, and uh, it's gonna be good to get back in there and watch some high school football. It's gonna be a nice, nice, cool, cool night. Uh, good, good, clear good night for weather. some football, and uh, I think we'll get some good games all over the state as we have covered tonight. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Bedtime. See y'all. What if it was like, you did not record?